Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Friends, Clinton Baptiste here. Now, I want to tell you a little story about what I call indications or special signs. Growing up, me and my mum, God bless her, and I know that this sounds funny, but what I want to say is growing up as a small boy, me and my mum, we were great mates and we bonded over sausages. Loved sausages, both of us. Quite often, on a Saturday as a little kid, when we lived near Bury, she'd take me to Bury Market. And they did, they still do, they still sell them there. Lovely black puddings, pies, and beautiful sausages with, you know, like, fresh sage and black pepper. Mouth-watering. Now, park that for a second. As I take you up to the more recent past, 2008, I was 40 years old at the time, and my dear mother went into hospital for quite a serious operation, a little bit touch and go. My dad was in pieces at their house, so I said, look, come and live with me while she's in hospital. And, you know, I just... (laughs) I just remember one morning, like it was yesterday, extraordinary. Dad was indoors, in tears, worried sick about my mum. And I was just outside in the garden doing a bit of weeding. I wasn't even really thinking about Mom particularly that morning. We hadn't really heard anything for a day. And very, very eerie, out of the blue, I I could suddenly smell this strange waft of Bury Market sausages cooking, hanging in the air like a sign. And do you know what? I just sort of knew immediately, and I, and I ran to the kitchen when my dad looked up from the table and I said to my dad... Is it mum? And he said, yes. No, she she hadn't died. She'd come out of hospital, gone into the fridge, cooked and eaten all my fucking sausages, the greedy bitch. Upstairs, having a lie down, she was. (laughs) Typical. Namaste, friends. Namaste. She's here with me. Linda Pollock is here in the studio. Say hello, Linda. Hello, hello, Clinton. Oh, and hello, everyone listening at home, and hello especially to the Patreoners who are paying for, you know, the right to listen to this early, early. Appreciate that. Really appreciate that. And not not so much the others who don't <clears throat> pay a penny. What have you been up to, Linda? Well, actually, I could have done with your services this week, Clinton. Oh, why is that? You know, I'm sceptical, but I think you might be my only hope. Oh, yes. Go on. What could I do for you? Hermes. 
Oh, well, you can get an ointment for that. Go and see the doctor. Adam. No, I mean, you know, the parcel people. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You know what I mean. The parcel people. The parcel people. Yeah. Or rather, the disappearing parcel people. Oh, what's happened with the disappearing parcel people? You know what's going to be the story when you say the word Hermes. It's going to be a parcel turning up at your front door. And what happened to the parcel, please? It was snatched from my fingers. I actually touched it. Herpes. Herpes is not my name. Try not to... Try to stick to my actual name, Clinton. I actually touched it, Clinton, with my fingers. Just my oh tippy fingers. Oh, my God, you actually touched it! In a ghost up my panne. Oh, Christ. I Go did, yeah. I did. And that was the last time I was ever to see it because the lad who was delivering went, oh, I'm really sorry, this has been put in my cage by accident. I didn't know they kept them in cages. <laughs> they should. They bloody well should. Go on, so what was it? So it came to the door, then you were about to... the door. To... Oh, you can't have that. I'll have to take it back and let my colleague deliver it, perhaps tomorrow. I went, what bit is here now? I'll take it. What was in it, can I ask? Frock. Oh, what sort of frock? A lovely frock. Actually, it was a frock that was quite, well, complicated underwear-wise, and I'd already got the undergarments to go with it. Oh, so right, I'm quite OK. So out, really, because this undergarment is not practical. It's got holes everywhere, but mm. in just all the right places for this particular garment. Oh, I see. Well, look, can you get in touch with Hermes? Well, no, you can't, because you get in touch with them online, and they say, uh, have a chatbot. Mm. And normally you have the chatbot for a bit, and then if you're a bit too complicated, they put you through to a human, don't they? Well, this chatbot just gives up on you and goes, all right then, bye! And that's the end of that. It never turned up. Linda, look, it's very nice of you to dress up. Linda is wearing some lovely clothes. Yes. So she's managed to get something together. I mean, you do, you do, wear, you do, do you, she scrubs up very, very nice. I think anyone at home will agree. I, I do have a wash before I come out. She has a wash before she comes out. And we do have to sit very, very close yeah. together. So, so that's I'll just... a squaddy wash, whether I need it or not. You know, pits and bits. No! <laughs> Oh, Christ. You've been washing your taint. It doesn't matter. Right, let's not talk about that. All herpes taints aside, let's get on with the paranormal. <laughs> you might know this. We've got a lady. Um, remember I mentioned Shirley Bennett? She's me neighbour. She doesn't listen to this. She's the one with a smelly dog, right? She's the one with a very smelly dog. She will not be listening to this, Shirley, because she thinks I am the Antichrist. She's very, very religious. I'm not saying which religion, but she does not believe with what I do, conjuring up spirits, etc. And during the lockdown, I did a lot of well, I did a lot of, you know, shopping for her, because she's an elderly lady, and I'm very, very good like that. I'm all heart, as you know. I've got a very, very big heart. It's a cardiac problem I've got. But anyway, I would go out and get her some very plain tastes. What does she like? Very, very well, she she likes very you know, boring biscuits, like a rich tea. Nothing fancy. Mm. Nothing fancy. You know, like very puritanical. You know Scott's original porridge with a Scotsman on the front with yes. a packet or a shop put, whatever he's doing, in a vest. Yeah. Looking sexy. Too racy for her. Oh. Too, too racy. Like Quakers. She like Quakers. She like that. She literally scribble out the Scotsman's body on the front of a thing. Too horny. Makes her too horny to stir her porridge. Draw a jumper on it. <laughs> yeah, and stir, stirring her porridge is not a euphemism. I've written that down, but I didn't mean that. Jolly Green Giant, a big muscly man. Niblet, could do. Well, now you say it, yes, I can't unhear it. Exactly. So this woman, she she she'd often say, this is, by the by, I'm... I'm I'm segueing a little bit. Is that her looking out the window? Uh, yeah. Hiya, yeah. Shirley. All right, Hiya, Shirley. Love. 
Yeah, she disapproves. Look. Look at the face. Look at the face on it. <laughs> uh, no, that is her dog. Hold on. Anyway, so uh, Shirley, well, I, I, I digress. Anyway, she, the other thing she always wanted me to do is she's very, I know people are short of money at the moment. I'm not taking the piss. But she'd say, if I go to Little, you know, the Little down the road closes at nine o'clock at night. Right. If I go to the Little late at night, they do chuck away some of the pastries. Oh, you have the special shelf, don't you? Special they? shelf, all that sort of stuff. Honestly, she's so bloody puritanical. I came home, brought her a cream horn. She nearly shit herself with disgust. Anyway, DPD, any of my stuff, uh, Hermes, I leave with her. Now, I've got to tell you, in future, I would rather leave my stuff in her house than have to go around and speak to the woman. And Remember I told you before, she I, I'm convinced she rifles through my deliveries. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, her. Yeah, that's her. her. And this came to a head last summer. My doggy, Miracle, uh, I sent off for uh, a brightly coloured toy. See this? Oh, blimey. Look at that. Yeah. Now, it's a it's a bone that squeaks. Bright blue! And... It's got knobbly ends. It's got knobbly ends. What do you think this looks like? Well... A sex toy, isn't it? I have been to Ann Summers. Right, and so you don't need to go to Ann Summers, just go to Pets at Home. You don't waste your money, get one of these. Anyway, the look I got when I ran, went down, I sent off one of these, yeah. right, this blue one, and also in the packet, a pink one for my miracle. And I tried to explain, I said I got it for my dog, and she was appalled. I don't know what she thought the dog was going to do with it. I sent off for two, bright blue and a pink one. It does look like... A double-ender. A double-ender. Don't get too technical. That's the technical term. When I got there, she said there was only this blue one in the package. I could, you know, I could t- I could even see in the package there's room for another one. Yeah. And I thought someone had obviously broken the seal and been at the dog's bone, you yeah. know, <laughs> toy bone. I got in touch with pets at home. They sent, yes, they sent the package with two big plastic dog toys. Definitely one missing. I couldn't understand what had happened to this big pink one until one night... Quite late, gone 10pm, I was out there in my garden on my new decking, just enjoying a nice glass of rosé, and I was, I was actually speaking to the ghost of Percy Thrower, he was advising me on my herbaceous border. Did you hear that? That's bloody Shirley's dog. Shut up! And from an open window, which I know to be Shirley's bedroom, I could hear this. Getting faster and faster. All right. Yeah. So, never again. Never, ever again. Anyway, let's all dog toy stroke dildos aside. Let's move on to some spooky stories. Can we have the spooky music right, on, okay. please, Linda? Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, lovely. Uh, bite-sized shivers. Don't panic, Mr Mannering. This is a story, this is from Chat, Fate and Fortune magazine, which will shit you up when you're picking up your grocery, if you're in Lidl, actually. And this is an absolute brilliant one. Can you just read the introduction to what happens here? Uh, investigating a 1940s-themed cafe, someone very special came through. All right. This is a story, I mean, this is an account, and this is a report from Tim Johnson, age 54. Tim Johnson, this is what happened. They went to a cafe, 1940s cafe in Horsey, Norfolk. We captured quite a bit of activity on previous visits and our new owner, Darren Stride, had seen a pram move by itself. Well, that often, you know, is a sign of 
a spooky baby ghost, no. isn't it? Or not putting the brake on. Or not putting the bloody brake. Well, this is a paranormal podcast. Can I just remind you of that? I mean... All right, haunted brakes. Haunted brakes. The cafe is full of 1940s memorabilia from the Second World War medals, from Second World War medals and gas masks to a 1940s telly. So we started... Did they have telly in the 1940s? Um, this is where it falls apart, Tim Johnson. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? The telly. No, people in 1953 got the telly for the ga- coronation! Gather round the wireless and all the films I've seen. Oh, God, I'll tell you what, my dad... At Christmas, they'd gather round, you know, in the parlour to listen to Churchill. What he was doing in their parlour, I don't know. He's thinking have a water run, but yeah. Anyway, they were soon getting knocks like loud pops in response. One for yes, two for no. Our ELS camera suggested a figure was present too. It was clear we were talking to someone, but who? One of our followers, Wayne, watching from home, was getting the name Arthur. So I asked Spirit, Is your name Arthur? We soon got a reply. One very loud knock for yes. Then I had a thought. I knew Darren was a massive fan of TV show Dad's Army. Come on. And Poppy Lands, this place they visited, boasted lots of memorabilia from the show. Is it Arthur Lowe? I asked tentatively. A moment later, we got another knock for yes. Arthur Lowe, who played Captain Mannering in Dad's Army, I asked. Another yes. I'm a big fan of the show, I told him. Honest to God. Excited, we hurried to collect all the memorabilia associated with Arthur from the cafe. I put on a replica of his hat, and there is a picture of this t- of this bloke wearing his hat and glasses. <laughs> really? Under which is written me wearing Arthur Lowe's hat and glasses. Well, it's not his hat, though, is it? It's a replica. So it's, it's a replica. Something similar, and a lot of people used to wear a similar hat. It was called uniform. Exactly, and I don't remember Arthur Lowe wearing something that's clearly come from TK Maxx with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's putting his best Arthur Lowe face in some glasses, which certainly weren't around with television in 1940. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, someone grabbed a teddy bear dressed as Captain Mannering. Yeah, that, that, that would do it. And, and someone else got Arthur Lowe's photo. We carried on chatting, asking all sorts of questions. Now, what sort of questions might you ask the spirit... Of Arthur Lowe. Well, I mean, assuming you thought it was a real spirit and not just, I don't know, a pipe or something banging upstairs. Yeah. Like in the wind. Yeah. You'd say, oh, you're from beyond. What is life after death like? Exactly. Uh, um, Is is everyone all right that I love? Yeah, that's right. Is it true that you live your life in eternity beyond the celestial veil? Yeah. Well, no, this fella, uh, Tim Johnson, uh, 54, carried on chatting and asked him whether he'd enjoyed making Dad's Army and had approved of the remake. Jesus Christ. Weirdly, when anyone else asked a question, there was no answer. But if I repeated it, we'd get the knocks, like he only wanted to talk to me. Oh, I see. You're special, are you? You're special. You're very special. I mean, can I just say, this is what happens if you leave it to the amateurs. Leave it to the professionals, all right? 
You know, if you are going to speak to someone, anyone from beyond the celestial veil, don't ask him. You know, did you? You know, what was the catering like on Dad's army? I mean, I'm surprised you didn't ask him about when he did the Mister Men. Well, exactly. Mind you, he's Mister Bullshit, isn't he? Well, exactly. I mean, what? Honestly, of all the things to ask, you know, it is the question that man, it is the ultimate question, isn't it? Yes. What happens life after death? Did you? And you chose to ask him what he made of uh, Toby Jones in the lead character in the film. I don't want to be nasty, but you are a fucking idiot. You know, say, say you got sort of, I don't know, Gandhi, and you yeah. say, oh, Gandhi, did you like visiting the textile mills of Lancashire? Did you see anything you liked, the tank top? Did you like Ben Kingsley? Did you like Ben Kingsley in the remake? Nelson Mandela, what did you think? What did you think of Only Fools and Horses naming that tower block after you? Never mind, is there eternal happiness? Are you happy with your legacy? That's what you want to ask, Exactly. Fucking hell. Anyway, to be mo- this at last, and I gotta, I've got to tell you that at last we have got something to really <laughs> shit you up. Someone called Stahl has got in touch. Stahl, if you're listening, I want to thank you. But just, I just want to deal with this now because this is a proper, what we call a proper ghost story. Okay. All right? So it's not a toilet ghost, not a haunted poo. There's no more poos. There's no more Arthur Lowe. There's no more, um, what was the other one? The lady who said, help me, you know. Oh, the farting ghost. The farting ghost. The farting ghost. About your pencil. No, sorry, not that one. Hold on. Yeah, hold on, it's that. It's it's round. Oh, where is it? I'm looking it up. Here we are. Here we are. Remember the, the lady who, and, and she, someone was speaking. Her husband was up a bomb, wasn't he? Oh, husband up a bomb, yeah. Do you remember that? That's the one. And she actually said something like. Um, no, sorry, not that one. Anyway, you get the point. At last, we have a proper ghost story. Evidence, if you will. Evidence, if you will. Could we please play the spooky mute properly? Right. Because this really is. Scary. My auntie was once drifting off to sleep. She suddenly opened her eyes wide. She felt scared and the room was freezing. She felt her hand under the pillow start to grow. Oh, God. And it suddenly got grabbed by some sort of entity. She tried to sit up. She felt her chin and jaw starting to distort and grow with her other hand. Then my uncle sat up in bed, petrified, as my auntie was screaming. Every hair on my uncle's body was stood on end and he kind of crackled. They kept screaming, go away! Eventually, it did. My auntie worked out the strange happening. Bedroom too cold a few times. It was down to a nighty she bought at a market stall in town. The nighty kept making a... a ghost up my panic. Sorry, that went off accidentally. The nighty kept making her feel unsettled and cold. She burnt the nighty. Probably very easy, very flammable, those things. Yeah. And went into town, went back to the stall, got talking with the owner, and it came out the stall owner was a black magic witch. Oh, God. My auntie then left very quickly without buying anything. You can turn the spooky music off for a second. Can I ask you, what do you make of that? Well, Nylon Night is very electrifying. Bloody scary. Stahl, I want to thank you. And there'll be more from Stahl next time. Oh, good. Uh, it's very, very terrifying stuff. And all stuff that's happened... We didn't have to, have to is, is auntie. Yeah. If you have had any underwear, stroke, pyjamas, stroke, nightwear, that you want to come on and tell us how that's haunted you. I mean, some of your nightwear, Linda, has attracted some diabolical sort of fellas, not of this world. Well, one pair of pants did give me thrush, but that's a lot too much polyester. 
Oh, horrible image there. Do get in touch with us, Clinton at ClintonBaptiste.com. And don't forget, please, come on, why don't you give, give, us, a, uh, give us a ring? On 01892-711198. Talking of which, here are our phone messages for this week. One new message. Hey, is this, is this Clinton? Oh, this is Dan from Bristol. I've got to tell you, oh, I get premonitions. Premonitions are when people are going to die. But I've got to warn you, Clinton. I've got to warn you. I think I've been possessed by the spirit of Delica Cora. And I think I need to be exorcised. I just don't know what to do. Oh, hang on, something happened to me now. <laughs> right, yeah, oh, yeah, it's Dave. There's one time we went down to a uh, small fishing village in Devon called Brixham. We stayed in an old fisherman's cottage. Didn't think anything of it. My kids came down with me. I do not believe in ghosts, but out of the corner of my eye, I saw a little girl run through the room and upstairs. So I chased him upstairs thinking it was my daughter to tell her off and get her back into bed and she was fast asleep. The next night I left a recording going on my phone and in our room I could clearly hear a voice saying, let me out. That's about it really. But I still don't believe in ghosts. Brian, something weird just happened in the kitchen. I went to the cupboard, you know, where I keep my potatoes. And you know when, when potatoes, when you leave them in dark, they get all roots growing on them and that. Well, I opened the cupboard and one of them jumps out at me. I nearly chit myself. Chit. Many, many thanks. That did actually make me laugh. What particularly made me laugh was Brian there uh, with his terrible attempt at a, well, let's face it, what was supposed to be a humorous <laughs> story. That most people won't get. I mean, who knows about potato chits apart from Geeky Farmer? Percy Throw would have loved that. Percy one. Throw would have loved that, but it did make me laugh at the end of that when he, when he does this. Cheers, right, I've done that, yeah. Thanks very much, cheers. You know, that was and seen, yeah. Got that, now, what am I on to next? I've just uh, wasted a lot of your time, but... Cheers, 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 cheers for ringing. Thanks, thanks so much for that. Job done there, love. Job done, well done, cheers, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> that waste of energy. Brian with his spooky story, cheers, in the kitchen there. Lovely stuff. Do you believe any of them this week? I don't believe any of them. I like style, but that's about it. Yeah. What I'd love to talk about is, we've got to move on to this, inevitably, that my efforts to get in touch with Yvette Fielding. Oh, I thought she told you to pack it in. Well, she sort of, her agent told me to pack it in. and yeah. she, I've tried to get in touch with her on Twitter, but she's not having it. She's not having it. I just think, you know... In fact, it would just be good for both our podcasts if we cross-pollinated. Probably better for us, though, let's be honest. Probably better... Exactly. Probably better... I'm doing you a favour, love. Yeah, but we did say it was... Shit. That was a joke. 
It was only a, that was, a bit of a joke. It was a bit of a... <laughs> well, anyway, earlier this week, I had a reply on my Patreon site. By the way, please join Dirt Cheap for lots of content. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptist. Yes, a reply to my request of how to get hold of Yvette, a lady called Karen Fitzgerald. She got in touch to say she lives in the very town Yvette lives in. So I found out. Listen to this. Right, so we go to the, the phones now because... Hold on, let's have a look. Yeah, someone has come through on 01892 711198. Uh, it's Karen. Hello, Karen. Is that right, Karen? It is right, Clinton. Good morning. Good morning. What can I, what can I do for you, my love? Well, I've been picking up from different um, messaging systems that you've been trying to get hold of Yvette Fielding. I have messaging systems. That sounds very creepy. Do you mean Twitter and so forth? Yes, that'll be the one, yes. Messaging systems. Yeah, don't get too technical, Karen. <laughs> um, yeah, I have been trying to get a hold of Yvette Fielding. Are you a, a friend of hers? Do you know her? I'm not, I don't know her, but I know exactly where she lives and the shops that she shops in. Right, hold on just a second. Let me get a piece of paper. Do you, uh, uh, right, I'll tell you what we'll have to do. We'll keep a little bit of anonymity. Where are you calling from, my love? Okay, coming ringing from. Okay, so right, okay, and okay, and do you think she lives in she lives in that local area? Does she? She does. Yes, it's a nice big house with big gates. Nice big house with big gates. Very good. And and I mean, how often? I mean, does she go into the town centre at all? And would you know yes. roughly what time and which shop and where I could find her? And yeah, I'm not. I know it sounds a bit odd, but. Okay, so she drives into the town in her... Right. Yeah. Then she goes to um, the little delicatessen cafe called... Right, okay. She okay. buys her flowers from... Right, okay. Well, women do often buy those sort Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Lots of things nowadays, don't they? She has a, she has a haircut. Liberation. Right, sorry. She has a haircut in Okay, yeah. She buys her clothes from Okay, yeah. And then she goes to the bank. I won't name the bank. No, no. Okay. Right. And would you know roughly where she lives or specifically? Yes. You go, you go out of up the hill. Right, okay. Up the hill, yeah. And then she lives in a big house. And the address would be? Oh, I think that's a bit too much information. Right, I don't okay. know the exact number. So on. it's right. It's out the town centre, up the hill. Did you say take yep. a right? Did you say no? Up the hill. Up the hill. And yeah. Lives in a big house. Oh, I right. sound like a right proper stalker. <laughs> no, we're not stalking her. We're just keen to speak to her. Very, very keen to speak to her. Is that stalking? Arrest me. If you are listening, <laughs> the, the police in Cheshire, d- don't do not do that. That's sort of a joke. Right, listen, uh, Karen, thank you very, very much. That's very helpful. You're very welcome, Clinton. I hope you find her. <laughs> oh, I'll find her all right. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Have a lovely day. So, after that... I, as you you know this, Linda, I wrote Yvette a poem, yes. didn't I? A lovely, lovely poem. Not like the last one, not a rude one, a nice one. And I brought, uh, I bought her some flowers. Yeah, nice ones as well. Nice, n- really nice flowers. Not and from the petrol station. Not from the petrol station. And I took them to where Karen Fitzgerald suggested. And this is what happened. Just on my way now to the station where I'm going to catch a train to get up. Well, I'm not going to say exactly where I'm going to meet, hopefully, Yvette. I've got with me uh, a, a poem I've written for her and some rather lovely 12 red roses. A little bit romantic, but uh, yeah, it's something of an apology. Join us shortly when hopefully we'll be outside of that house. Right, well, I'm just at the, uh, at the station. Going to head up very shortly. Is that my train? Hold on. Going to head up very shortly to... not going to tell you where I'm going, but it's... It's somewhere up north, that's all I'll say. All right, join us when we get to Yvette's place. Got me flowers, got me poem. Right. Well, I'm in a lovely part of the world. I'm just, this is where Yvette lives. Quite, well, I think they call this a gated community. I just managed to get in here. I'm not 
There's probably cameras all over me. But, yes, I'm just going up to... Her. If this is her place, she's done very well for herself. That's nice. Look at that. Security cameras everywhere. I've got me, me, me red roses and I've got me poetry I've written. Let's see if... Let's see if she's in. Uh, hello, um, is, is Yvette, Yvette Fielding in, please? Who's asking? Well, I'm... <laughs> I've been in, in touch, I've tried to get in touch with her, it's just, it's someone, uh, an acquaintance. How have you tried to get in touch with her? Well, I, <laughs> I've, I've spoken, well, I've spoken to her agent, I, I've just brought a little delivery, I've got some, well, some roses here, and it was a card, <laughs> well, a card for her. Don't you think that's a bit odd? Sorry? I said, don't you think that's a bit odd? I, not, not knowing whether or not she lives here or not, and you've turned it up with roses. Does she live here? I'm not telling you whether she does or she doesn't. OK, well, I was given her address. Can, can I just not just... <laughs> I mean, is she in? I think you should be on your way. Well, don't be like that. I've, I've brought some... Um, well, I've just got some fl flowers. Uh, couldn't I just... Well, I'll tell you what, I'll leave them down here on the... Just leave them here on the doorstep. Hold on. And I've got a card. I've written something to... Well, she's... Right. Couldn't I just come in just, just briefly, just to see her? I said, get on your way. I've come quite a long way. No, 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 no. Just a second. All right, all right. Get on your way. Right, you can take your flowers. Give us a thesis. Oh, no, you don't have to. No, What's come this? on, it's a little poem. I don't have to read it out. Yvette. Yvette, I'm beset with regret about you, Yvette. I want to make amends. I was only joking about your show. I wish we could be friends. Yeah, you don't have to read it out. It's all right. It was for her, really. Jesus Christ. You're a fabulous host, you can conjure a ghost. A skill that you truly have mastered. Accept these red roses, but don't tell your husband, cos I've heard he's quite a hard bastard. Jesus Christ. Right, well, it wasn't for your eyes. You can that. Get out. You don't have to... No. What? An absolute fucking disgrace. Right, OK. Thank you. Come all this way. Right, OK, well, thanks very much. You're a prick. Then put the word out this week, some of you might remember out there, how could I get in touch with Yvette? Come on. And there was an avalanche of ideas. Uh, Lee Newsom said he might better get in touch. He was on Most Haunted three times. Was it? Yeah, Lee Newsom. Helen, what did she say? Tell us what did she Helen said. She said she and Derek and a few other their relatives were the best ghost hunters on TV. Hashtag Most Haunted. Thanks, Helen. That doesn't move it along at all. Rob says... 
it would be easier to get hold of Derek Akara, right? Not Cyber John said this about Yvette. She came to me pub in Leyland once with that total charlatan whose name rhymes with Rabid Majorca. Let's just say she was so hot I had to suspend the smoking ban for a night. She is hot. Can I just say... <laughs> and his name rhymes with Rabid Majorca. And I, I assume you mean Derek Akora. It don't really rhyme, does it? It doesn't really. Can I just say, uh, not Cyber John, I've got William Wordsworth here. He says, don't take up poetry. Nothing like it, Rabid Majorca. Not even nearly. No. Big Al says, could you ask Yvette, what's this? Oh, I know, we got in touch with Carl Beatty. Her husband, uh, and he says, Carl, could you ask Yvette about this for Clinton? He is a legend in the supernatural realm. Thank you very much, Big Al. I think perhaps alerting Carl to your quest might be a mistake, but well, he's he's quite tough, isn't he? He's quite, a bit yeah. tasty with the old uh, martial arts. Yes, he is. All right, Carl. Yeah, well, one of his security guys were quite tasty as well. This is from Brian. He says, My mate Bobby the Biscuit said he put new lino down in Yvette's kitchen and she farted all the way through the arches and had to excuse herself, spelt wrong, as there was an issue with some overdone black puddings to attend to. Now, whether Yvette blew off while, you know, Bobby the Biscuit was round there doing a lino, I do not know! She's in her own home. She's Bobby. in her own home. Yeah, Bobby, Be come on. Be a professional. Be a professional. I mean, you, you won't get many good reviews on Trusted Trader if you go around reporting stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Berwick C says, My mate fancied her when we were kids. Is that news? That's no news. Everyone fancied her. David. Does psychic Sally knows, know her? Might be worth giving her a call. Careful, though, apparently her husband can be a right beast. Yes. Yes, we've said that. Can I just say, for any legal reasons, Carl is no beast. Uh, that's not my words. That's from Dave at Fantasia 1910. Take it up with him. I think what you mean is a honed warrior. A honed warrior! Like you don't want to take him on. Rippling muscles and rippling mu- up and all that. Yeah, the sort of thing that Shirley wouldn't like next door. SPW, Man About Town, the cab driver. Do you remember him from previous weeks? Said, How can I forget? Saw her once in the foyer at Television Centre Wood Lane, comma, any use to you. Should be a full stop. She'll be a full stop, mate, after Wood Lane. Capital letter for any. Useless. And Glenn Parry. This might be... This one might be impossible, Clinton. She won't take part in anything that hurts the reputation of the paranormal. Are you sure? You heard a fucking podcast? Bingo. Right. And then... Yeah, Neil Vision says, My wife knows the church where Yvette got married. She mentions it every time we go past it. Ooh. Chris Holding saw in Panto in Yeovil in the 1990s. Uh... How is this helpful? Is she still there? (laughs) Lee Newsom says, We've already heard this. Yeah, I know. He's come back three times. I was on Most Haunted with her and Derek Akora three times. We know, Lee. Go away. JD says, Aldi Coventry Retail Park, half seven every Tuesday. Yvette is a big fan of the avocado. They usually put the fresh stuff out for the next day then. Soup's down with majesty. Crabs a few, then leaves quickly after paying. Well, at least she pays. Um, we got GB here at the bands, says, we're in the same class at school. But she wouldn't remember me. Any good? Not really. Rob, uh, once again, what's that say? It may be easy to get hold of Derek Akora. This has given me some thoughts. Lee Newsom again says, I was once most haunted super fan, was on three shows with him. Lee, we know! Give it a rest, love. Give it a rest, we know. 
Rachel McDonald. Can Tarawak not find her through his third eye? Hey, well, there's good. a thought. That's a good thought. Have you tried Derek Akora? Yeah. Says Chichio. Chichio. Have you tried Derek Akora? So there's a lot of this. Great idea, Derek Akora. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, I think that next week we're going to try to contact Derek Akora. Well, the rumours are that there was a fallout, of course. We can ask Derek that very thing. Uh, I'm going to get Tarawak onto it, see how we can get hold of Derek. Right. I think he's doing a number of end of the pier shows up there beyond the Celestial Veil. Maybe with Captain Mannering. Perhaps while we're there, we can ask Captain Mannering what Ian Lavender was like. I don't know, something like that. So, yes, listen, so that's it, okay? And next week, I want you to join us nice and early. We're going to get all the, move everything aside, set up the Ouija board, get everything ready, get a few joysticks and that. And we're going to contact Derek Akora to see if he can get in touch with Yvette Feely. For God's sake, though, don't tell Shirley next door. She will go oh, absolutely Oh, she will go ballistic. absolutely bloody mad. Right, anyway, in the meantime, here is an interview with the one and only Sean Keaveney off of Six Music. Oh, I like him. Oh, he's lovely, isn't he? Sean Keaveney, everybody! Well, I am honoured, honoured, honoured to have... Well, it's recorded on Zoom, which is not ideal, but you people at home can... Well, you're barely paying it. Some of you aren't paying anything for this, so you can't have everything. Well, you want him right in your ears? Is in the next-door room? I don't think so. It's, yes, uh, ex-BBC Six Music. We won't dwell on that too much, but he does do... No. He fills in for very... Yeah, nearly, nearly with you, Sean. He does uh, deal with... He does do, you know, stands in for people, I think, on the BBC still. And he's very, very pop... Should we get on with it? It's Sean Keaveney. Hey! You oh. make, to be honest, you make it sound... You, you've, you've, you've sort of taught me down a bit there, Clinton. You know, like you, you make me sound like some kind of terrible super sub who's lost his job, his esteemed job at Six Music, and he's now just picking up scraps of the captain's well, table. Well, hold on, hold on. Two words for you, Annika Rice. Annika yeah. Rice. Mm. One of the greatest stand-in uh, presenters. And, and and if you're in the same bracket as her, yeah. with it's half a nice and ass, then... <laughs> Before I get cancelled, can I just say that was just a joke about in the old days for you <laughs> young'uns. They used to chase her around and stick it. They did, didn't they, Sean? That's not they me did, making they did that... Do that. Yeah, right. Sean. In a sky blue jumpsuit. It was lovely. In a sky blue... Oh, I've got an image of you in a sky blue jumpsuit. Well, if you say something nice about my arse now, then you won't get cancelled. I've seen it, and it's no Annika Rice. It's more Pat Rice, the ex-arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shawnee where are you? I'm in Camden. I'm Don't not selling drugs. Off. Right. I'm not selling drugs. I'm actually on the way to do a a highly esteemed voiceover for a Def Leppard documentary for Channel 5. Oh, that's the sort of... Now, that is quality, isn't it? How about that? That is not damning with faint praise. That's somebody who's a respected music journalist yeah. doing something yeah. proper. Really yeah, good. Let's Get Rocked. That was one of the big hits, wasn't it? Oh, God. And do they still have the drummer with only one arm? They do. I think they do, yeah. What's his name? But it's, it's Rick Allen. I, I actually know this without reading the script. I mean, that, I've, I've got to be honest with you. Def Leppard are one of the, I think, one of the worst bands in rock history, but I'm yeah. still happy to take the dollar. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. I'll tell you what I think is overrated. Mm. Kiss. Oh. 
Well, I mean, you can get Kiss everything now, can't you? That's the other thing. They're, they're, they're not so much about the music as about the merchandise. You can get Kiss coffins. Right? You can get Kiss coffins. Oh, that's which is when, is, when, you, when know, you open you, the lid, yeah. a big tongue comes out. Is that it? <laughs> Knocks your hat off. Knocks your hat off. Anyway, Sean, what I want—I know that you do have. Well, you've got a podcast. Could you just tell us about your new podcast when you're not standing in Annika Rice style? What, what? Um, I, I, well, thank you for thank you for asking. I've, I, yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm one of the busy, I'm hardest working men in show business, as well as the uh, now past James Brown. You know, yeah. I do a, a podcast about festivals called The Lineup. I do right. a podcast called Sean Keeney's Cultural Cul-de-Sac, which is me going through all the notebooks that I've got upstairs and then doing that with a with a guest. Yeah. Where we go through all our lost ideas. And I've got a Patreon, Clinton, yes. where I do a live radio show every Friday. So oh. people, all the millions of people desperate to hear live Keeney on the radio still can for a small fee. Why don't I do a live one? It's a bloody do good a live question. One. Why don't I? Then do you put that out as a recording? Uh, yeah, and Later. then the people that miss it, they can listen to it as a recording, so everybody wins. Why don't I do that? Because you should, do, you should do that. You should talk to your people about that. People? I haven't got any bloody people. I've only got Linda Pollock, and, and she's useless. Oh, sorry, I pressed the wrong thing there. <laughs> it's a oh, little no. music thing I do. Just there's, to... an in, there's an infant in the room. Is that one of the voices? That is that one of is that like a dead child or something? No, it's a thing I picked uh, up from a, a Japanese site that does all right. sorts of noises. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so what I really went meant to say is something like, "Why on earth don't I do a live podcast?" Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that that, that scream goes on a bit too long. Should we get to? <laughs> you've got to go in and do this bloody voice on. You did say you had a spooky story, Sean. Is that? Is that correct? Do, yeah, I do. I do okay. actually. Right. I'm just let me put the effects on. Oh, okay. Okay, shoot, shoot. Here we go. Well, the thing is, my um, uncle Baz, Baz was a merchant, a merchant seaman. Is that got um, me rhyming for something? Or no, no, it was no it's not a, it's not a euphemism. Oh, okay. He was okay. a merchant seaman who went all around the world. Yeah. I don't really know what merchant seamen do. I didn't pay attention to his stories that much, you know. Right. But he went he, he went all around the seven seas, you know, right. um, yeah. delivering shit, I think. And uh, I actually think that he used to deliver vitamins amongst other things. Yeah, try, but, try to make it a bit more spooky, Sean. Go on, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, I'm getting to that bit. Yeah, oh, sorry, um, yeah. You, you know, I'm giving you a bit of background. He was, a, you know, he was, uh, okay. he, right. he, he would tell tales of exotic places that he'd been. This is know. it, he's more like it. Less of the vitamins, yeah, 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 more yeah, like yeah, it. Here we yeah. go, here we go, yeah. He, you know, he'd say oh you know like uh, Sean you know once I, I had a knife fight with a Somali pirate and we were like ooh you know Bloody hell, yeah. it, actually when we talked to his mate it turns out he just haggled to buy some steak knives in Mogadishu once it wasn't <laughs> as exciting as that where he, where, you know, where in Mogadishu bless you I think is the, is the, thank you very much <laughs> oh, somebody passed me a tissue that was good <laughs> oh um, it's got don't matter and he, he, he would always go on about you know he was like he was this big big I am you know but he was yeah. quite lowly he was actually the kitchen cleaner Oh. And so we, we used to call him Captain Mugwash. And right. He loved that. But but then he passed away, sadly, a, a year or two ago. Right. And I, I missed, you know, I missed the lad because yeah. we used to meet up regularly for cups of Orlicks. But yeah. then weird, this is when it gets weird, Clinton. Yeah. About three or four nights ago. Oh, yeah. I, um, I heard a noise downstairs and I came downstairs right. uh, in my underpants. And uh, right. I thought I'd be, I thought there might be an intruder or something. And um, my box of 
my tub of sacks of salt had been right. knocked over. Oh, and, my like, God. Messages, messages were being written in the salt. You know, sort of legible messages. The other thing I forgot to mention was that Baz was buried at sea. Right, we're going back a little bit now. Yeah, it's the way you tell him, Sean. Yeah, he was buried at sea, and it was buried at sea. Yes. So, and the first message was something like Shaw. You need Shaw. It was like my name, but like badly spelled. He could never really spell. And then, like, like yeah, a couple of nights ago, I went down there, and it was. What did he written something like? It's in the cabinet, like really, yeah. you, you know, like really cryptic stuff. Yeah. And I was like, "What's in the cabinet? What cabinet? Are you yeah. talking yeah. about treasure from the uh, from the high seas?" You know. Yeah. Um, and then I came down, and again, boom, like last night downstairs, came downstairs. The sack of oh. salt is obviously oh. haunted right. by Uncle Baz. You know, the right. sea, the salt, it's him. Yeah. And um, came downstairs, uh, massive cock and balls on the kitchen floor. What was? Massive cock and balls on the kitchen floor. This is not you coming down in your underpants. I know a man of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in, in, in salt. In salt, drawn in salt with like spurty at the end. It's something coming that's, out the that, end of it. Yeah, that's him. That is so bad. That's him all over. Well, semen on everyone's lips after that story now. Without Sean, question. Without question. Can I just... When I invited you on here to tell a ghost story, Sean, I was expecting something a little bit more... Okay, yeah, it wasn't that scary. And less... And maybe less of the man's... You understand? Yeah, I'm sorry. A little bit of a waste of my sorry time and that. yours, isn't it? Was that just well, so you, you know, could say cock and balls with something coming out the end of it? Yeah, was I it? suppose yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, it was. Right. Sorry. Okay. It's fun, well, it's fun though. I'm very sorry to hear about your old uncle Baz, but you know, and for a while it was it was it was a divertisement, wasn't it, for people? Uh, it was home. a divertisement. Yeah, it exactly. Was a, I mean, a divertisement. I think that's French. A divert. A divertissement. A divertissement. Well, Sean, thank you very, very much. I'd love to appear on your show. Thank you very much. In return, just name the date. Hello? Right. You still there? Sorry. There's a little (laughs) bit of breaking up here. I said, you know what I bloody well said? Yeah, this is the Wi-Fi is a bit thin over here. Yeah, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Keaveney, he's wonderful. He is wonderful. you got to say that. Not quite what I wanted, but no. Don't matter. Anyway, thanks, Sean. Good luck with everything. Uh, oh, thanks, Clinton. Thank you good, so much. Good luck. Thank you. That was. Take care. And, and what do we think of that? Well, that was wonderful, wasn't yeah. it? It's nice to get the big celebrities, wasn't it, Linda? Yeah, he's such a little fuzzy. Ooh. Ooh, he lovely, isn't he, Sean? Love him. Love Sean. Right, we're going to go in a minute, but just time now for your paranormal headlines. <laughs> Chat, it's Fate magazine, are going with Magical Tiger. Tradition says that if you see a Bengali tiger up close, you're in for good luck. Fuck me! Try telling that to Siegfried and Roy. Karen Riddle answers your questions in Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. One reader asks, will I one day make a fortune and live a life of luxury in the Bahamas? To which the answer should be, if you're the sort of person who regularly picks up this sort of shitty magazine from Aldi... I suspect you probably already know the answer to that one. And finally, 
Apparently, Haunted Magazine are going with symbols of the sea. How do you see yourself? If you see yourself as a starfish, you have emotional intelligence. If you're a barnacle, you can shake off problems. And if you associate yourself with a stingray, you're normally quite flat and you stink of fish. And those are your spooky headlines when you wake up tomorrow. And so we come to another exciting episode, Linda. Yeah. Oh, my love. Will you be all right to come back next week? Or? Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I'll have to have a look at um, our Deborah's calendar. We've got it all on the calendar on the wall right. in the kitchen. It's not on the calendar, it's not happening. Don't, you know what it's don't, like? Don't need your life story there, Linda. A yes or no would suffice. Until next week, when we'll be contacting Derek Akora, tell all your friends... Namaste, namaste, Linda. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Bye-bye. Fading now. Fading now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 'right, Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, We've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading now.